Okay, freaks, this is the guide to your psychopath. This podcast is not about me telling you how you're fucked up. I'm here to learn about your past and how it affects your decision making. I've been studying people for a long time now, but I've never asked them about how their mind goes through the process. I want to read your guide. I want to know how you think and feel. This will not be edited to take snippets out of context, but I believe everyone will benefit from hearing all of the conversation. Learning your guide will make it better for me to understand you. Alright, welcome to the Guide to Your Psychopath. This week is going to be a special episode. Because I got a guy here who's into sports and he's into all kinds of things. And so uh, when we first getting started, um, let's start from the beginning. Do you know where your mom was born? Yes, I do. She was born in Aurora, Illinois. Aurora, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, your father. Same thing, Aurora, Illinois. Oh, they were from Illinois. Yeah, both of them were from Illinois, yep. Same town, huh? Yeah. Uh, where were you born? Aurora, Illinois. Okay. And you guys, uh, you guys are German, though? Uh, English and German. English and German? Yeah. Uh, do you know when your ancestors came over to America? Not really. No. I don't know much about my ancestors. I do know about one, though. I, I mean, it's about, I mean, if, if you don't mind me no, saying, like, okay, the farthest back I can trace, and this is on my mom's side, all right, is my great-grandpa Zollers, okay? He was originally from Pennsylvania, was in Battle of Gettysburg, born in 1843, passed away in 1926, and, um... He was in the 96th Pennsylvania Infantry uh, Company H at Gettysburg. So I guess, I guess he helped repel uh, Pickett's charge, too. So he didn't get a scratch, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know him. I was, how old was I when he was born? I, was, I think I was like minus 38 when he was born. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So your parents were, uh, you grew up in Illinois. Illinois, yes, I did. I, I was there. I was, uh, lived in Illinois for 22 years. Do you remember your childhood? Yes, I do. Pretty doggone good. Yeah, do you? From, from about, I'd say from about Five until when I started kindergarten yeah. until yeah until I became a young adult. Regular childhood where you got to play outside. Oh sure, you? oh yeah, we played outside. We played wiffle ball. Well, let me just say as much. Okay, Montgomery, Illinois is a suburb of Aurora, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I believe that my mom and dad. I know they had a house built there, right? It was a you know because I got pictures of it. Yeah. Oh, when they were building it, and I believe they had it done in 1955. They were more married in 1953, and. Um, I hope I'm not talking too fast. I hope Please. everybody can. Okay. Anyway, um, so uh, I lived there three years, and then we moved to Aurora in 60, December of 67, and we moved in a neighborhood. And I was three years old then. Moved in a neighborhood that did not like kids, okay? So as I got older and my friends got older, we started playing wiffle ball, tennis ball, baseball, street hockey, you know, Nerf football, all that good stuff. And, uh, they, you know, they, they're kind of not liking that. You know, we always got the call, cops called on us. And there's really nothing they could do. There was one that was uh, next door um, out to us, and he was uh, forced to fight for the Hitler Youth in 1938. I kind of felt sorry for him for that, but he didn't have to sit there and be a Hitler of the, of the block. No, I didn't, that's what I thought he was. But I did like his wife, and I did like his daughters. They were nice. They were nice. Yes, they were did really nice. Did his daughters nice. play outside? Yeah, oh, sure. But he didn't like you playing outside. He didn't like us playing uh, by. He thought we were going to ruin his yard, but which wasn't true. I mean, I think there's a lot of people around there that thought that, you know, because uh, okay, uh, when we're playing street hockey, the ball, you know, 
get deflected or what would happen because we'd play the tennis ball because it's kind of hard to play the puck in the street yeah. <laughs> unless it's got wheels on it, which they didn't have that kind of puck back then, and I wouldn't want to play it that anyway. It's too hard. Um, it would go in their yard, and we'd sit there and, you know, battle for it and hack, you know, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they didn't like that too much. But, uh, I, you know what, I, I, there's kids that play around here, and I let them, I let them do it. I don't care. Yeah. You know, they ain't going to hurt. And I said, oh, you know, they're like, oh, sorry, sir. I'm, I'm, hell, I did it too when I was your age. Yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, and um, from then um, – Going out through school, how was uh, school? Oh, school was all right. I went to Catholic school for eight years. I went to a public school for kindergarten, Freeman School. That's in Aurora, Illinois. And then St. Peter's Catholic School. That's in Aurora, Illinois. And um, the priest there didn't pay, you know, uh, take any tuition. So he, you know, which I thought was great. But then again, uh, I don't think I really learned that much over there because you you get what you pay for. But, you know, not to... uh, um, were there a lot of bad kids around? Uh, not then, no. I don't know about now, but there there were some, but not very many, hmm. you know. And uh, but uh, I mean, it was fun. I mean, we we always at in recess we played either basketball in the winter time or baseball out in the field in the uh, summer or the you know spring time, you know. And uh, it was all right. They run by nuns, you know, that were there. There's like maybe two um, non nuns but you know just regular women and uh we had a you know basketball team which wasn't very good you know um but uh we had one anyway we we almost had a football team i guess we didn't have enough people to field it you know enough guys um i went there eight years from 70 to 78 and uh um were you there during your uh, junior high years yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. I did eight years. Yeah, junior high. You call it that. So and uh, yeah, just I never went to any. I only went to two public schools, uh, Freeman. You know, like I said in the nineteen sixty nine seventy season, and then from seventy eight to eighty eighty two is when I graduated high school. Eighty two to what was uh, West, high school like? It was all right. West Aurora High School in Aurora, Illinois. That was nice. Um, I had a lot of fun. Did you? Yeah, you I was great. Friends. Uh, you know, uh, no, not really, because, I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, it's like nowadays, too. I'm very particular who I hang out with. Yeah. And, you know, I was the same way then. You know, it's like, okay, I may have had a, uh, I'd say, and I still have them today, uh, friends from high school, maybe, maybe you know, four or five that I really cared about hanging out but with. You guys were having fun. Oh, sure. Learning. Oh, yeah, mess with each other. Yeah, go to, uh, not really after school programs, but just going um, going to football games after school, basketball games. That's all we had. We didn't have, we used to have hockey, but that was way before I started going there. I think that was like 10 years before I mm. went there. We, we, uh, I think the last hockey team that West Aurora High School had was in 1972, I think. Uh, I'm not really sure. A lot of fights in high school? Uh, yes and no. Not really. I should say, I, you know what? I should say not really. Not with you, though. No, no. I was, I, w- I stayed out of trouble. Did you? I figured it wouldn't be. And if somebody wanted to, you know, start trouble with me, I just walked away. Because, well, actually, I was a wuss back then. But then, but nowadays, I won't. But then again, maybe I should. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, you know, some of the guys at work. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, I had a good time. Yeah. And uh, my mom was awesome. And my dad wasn't so awesome. 
you know, and I'm not going to blame him being a World War II vet for not being awesome. I just think he was brought up wrong. I love my grandparents, both of them, especially, you know, my grandma and grandpa Leonard, but I don't think they do a good job with him. Then again, maybe, I don't know what made him like that. Maybe, maybe it was the way he was brought up, you know? He's an only child, too. So, were your grandparents around? Did they live close by you guys? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not like right next door, but maybe on the uh, almost almost on the other side of the uh, town. But they were just you know the river, the Fox River is what split Aurora in the east and west, okay. and so we lived on the west side, and um, the east side was kind of the dirty side, I thought. But then again, he had East East Aurora High School, and that was our rivals. So your dad was just grumpy, um, or was he abusive? No, it wasn't abusive. Well, maybe mine, but my mom wouldn't let him physically abuse us, abuse us. And that's why she was so awesome. She wouldn't she wouldn't tolerate that stuff. Yeah. You know, back in the day, you know, I, I'm sure my... It's kind uh, of hard, though, being uh, back then a woman standing up to a man, though, right? What, in, uh, when I was a kid? Yeah. Oh, no, my mom didn't care. She didn't care. No, she, I, I think a lot of women stood up to... You know, it was maybe back, like, in the 20s, 30s, 40s, maybe, maybe 50s. Mm. When, you know, where mom didn't drive and, you know, she was like the slave and stuff like that, which my mom wouldn't, my mom didn't drive until she divorced my dad. And then that was like 1981, but she, I think she got her driver's license in 1982. I got mine before hers. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, I, I shouldn't say that. But anyway, uh, um, yeah, and we did just fine without him because she sat us down one time. This is like, I was about 16 years old. It was like 1980. And she's like, who wants, who wants me to divorce Ed? You know, that's his name, Edwin. Edwin. And um, we all raised our hands. And, and it was unanimous. The only one that didn't raise uh, her hand was uh, my sister, Helen. Is she the youngest? Yeah. Yeah, so. It's usually the youngest that's uh, yeah. attached. Yeah, I guess, because he was always nice to her, so. Yeah. And she always got away with, you know, basically murder, so. I, I thought she did. You know, she was like hearing that. She goes, "Yeah, I, no, I didn't." Yeah, you did. Yeah, she was. She ain't the. She. Ain't, I mean, I, as much as I hate to say this about her, she wasn't the most sharpest knife in the drawer. So I, I'm not that. I don't think I'm that smart either. But I'm smarter than what she did. You know. Yeah. So I mean, if I was a woman, I wouldn't go out. You know, and get pregnant, and then oh no, what? That's, what have I done? Kind of a thing. I would like, okay, I get an education, then go look for guys. I mean, that's what I did. You know, I got an education or, well, I joined the Navy. And I, I didn't get my education until shoot, 2016. What, did you join the Navy right after high school? No, I waited a few years. I tried to, but um, I, I just kept messing up on the ASVAB. I mean, it's just, I, and I bought the ASVAB book and I didn't study it. Yeah. And I should have, you know, but I ended up cutting like a 50, I think, the highest I did. And then um, I tried to join the Air Force in 85, October 85, but they found a left side hernia, so I had that done. One of my friends um, was getting out of the Navy because he thought it was messed up. But he's like, well, the good thing about the Navy, he says, is that if you um, have, if there's an open billet, you can go there. You know, you can pick that, you know. So I don't know if, I, I guess, I don't know about the other services. I don't know if you have to have a contract thing. to go. Is it, oh, really, in the other services? Marine Corps, is that Marine Corps. Oh, okay. I don't know about the Air Force and the Army, though. I, I, I think you had to have a contract saying you, if you wanted to like, go to Germany or Spain or whatever. Mm. I don't know. That's what I heard. But I think that's what the recruiter told me. I don't remember where I heard that. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, I joined out of Aurora, Illinois, and uh, went th through 
uh, boot camp at Great Mistakes. <laughs> I still call it that. But at the time, we uh, it was in '86. We had San Diego, we had Orlando, and I asked to go to Orlando. No, Great Mistakes or Great Lakes, where you're gonna go? You know, because maybe didn't want to spend money. But then again, Reagan was president, so I don't know why. But you know, my sister graduated out of the Navy boot camp, and she she lived in Southern California. And they sent her to Great Lakes. Yeah, because they only had... Did they have San Diego at that time? I don't know. Okay, because they... Uh, I think the only boot camp they got now it is Great Mistakes, Great Lakes. It's almost 20 years ago. Yeah. But yeah, probably... I think I think they were gone by that time. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, Great Great Lakes and then uh, Orlando and San Diego. I don't know when they closed. I think it was in the, like the mid-90s, I think. I'm not really sure on that. Because I didn't pay attention, but I... But I uh, would have loved to go to Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, that's where, the, that's where the girls went. That's all the party town. Oh, I heard. Yeah. I heard. San Diego's okay, you know, but, you know, we went to catch the boat. We cut, caught the Connie there, you know. And, of course, me being a sports fan, right, um, I would have gone to Padre games, not necessarily cheer for them, but go. But Jack Murphy was where they played at that time, Qualcomm. And then uh, then they decided after I left to, hey, let's build a stadium right in the middle of town. That way, you know. Yeah, I was like, thanks. Like almost, almost on the water. It, it's over by um, the Midway um, mm-hmm. Museum. Yeah, it's a nice. They they actually built up that whole area really nice. I'd like to go to a game there. You I really would. I'd you really like to go to a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, so you waited. You waited a couple years. So you joined the Navy, so you could study and do pass the ASVAB with passing scores. Yeah. Would you come in as? Uh, E3 because I had a little bit of college. No, uh, what was your MOS? Oh, um, my rate your was. Uh, I know, I'm just kidding. Uh, my, I was Jarhead, a. Uh, sorry. That's yeah, okay. Well, I, I went ATD. You know, that's the apprentice training division, Nandez. And then, then I decided, okay, AMH, you know, that's uh, Avial Structural Mechanic Hydraulics. Okay. That's what they had HS back then. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, I got that. I think that's all I, all I qualified was for that. Mech and uh, and Mex was closed and uh, MS, you know, mess specialist. I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I used to call the uh, AMS's aviation mess specialist. <laughs> yeah, and then they say, well, you're you're a helper. I said, no, we're horrendously awesome. But um, yeah, we used to go back and forth. There's this one guy that used to say that all the time. I was like, shut up. I mean, I liked the guy. He was he was a little bit crazy though, but. I wouldn't want to be in. I wouldn't want him watching me in the in the front lines, though. No, he, I think he'd be too trigger happy. Would he? <laughs> I think so. I won't say his name. Yeah, he's crazy. Your uh, where was A school at? I didn't go to A school. No. No, I, I just did. Uh, I, I I I was a striker. Yeah, Nandez striker, and I struck AMH. Got it, and took me a while to um, make third because I was studying beer instead of books. <laughs> Same thing with second. Where was your first station at? I was on the Midway. On the Midway. Because, I, well, I came here in March 87 to do PC for AMP, and I was here a month. And then got that done, went right straight to the Midway. I was glad, too. And I, I became a shellback on, on May 25th, 1987. That's nice. why. I, but I wasn't a golden shellback. I don't consider myself a golden shellback. Even though that we did cross the, uh, you know, zero-zero latitude, I don't consider myself a shell, golden shellback because I did not do that. So... Oh, you're golden shellback. No, you crossed it. So I didn't cross it when I did it. That's that's just me. I, know, I probably got to say, he's golden shellback, but that's just a scrap of paper. Hmm. And so you're on the Midway. <clears throat> How was uh, 
the attitude on the ship? Was it like I, hardcore, salty? Everybody's scared. No, it was pretty. Uh, I think they're really high morale. I thought, you know, um, we were always, you know, I was, I was just a young airman then, and a PC, you know, plane captain. And uh, I worked on the flight deck a lot, which I didn't mind. I mean, I, I, right when I got used to it, boy, I loved it. You know, and I was a shooter, not in, you know, later on in the Navy in my career, but not in 195, you know, on the Midway. But um, <clears throat> um, as far as I'm concerned, we got along with the boat people, too. That's rare. And uh, just everybody had a great time. I mean, uh, Bob Hope came one time. and. Uh, Do you have Marines on the ship? No. Oh, uh, yeah, we did. Mardette. Mardette, you know. Yeah. And let me tell you, I felt safe with those guys. They could shoot. The Navy couldn't. I felt safe with those guys on there. Well, they don't train you guys. <clears throat> I wish they guys. would. You know, they yeah. should. We, I mean, we, we're in the military. We should be able to be uh, use firearms, too. I mean, oh, and you know what got me, too? They had, like, uh, on the Tiger Cruises, they'd have all the, the M60 and this out and that out. And they let the Tigers touch it, but not us. <laughs> I never I, I never understood that. You know, I never and I never had the, the guts to ask, and I should have. Why, why don't, you know, we're in the military, and we should be touching these, not these tigers. Why? But I just never asked that. I should have. I, I probably, because I probably would have gotten some stupid answer. Well, um, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what I got, yeah. So. So you're on the midway having a time of your life. Uh, mm, not really a time of my life, but it was fun. Yeah. You got to go places? Oh, yeah. Australia and PI. PI was our home away from home. You know, Philippines. Um. We were um, home port in Yokosuka, Japan, you know, um, overseas. What do they call that? Um, I can't remember. Abroad. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, let's see here. Let me see if I can think of some really nice things to say. <laughs> um, well, Japan, I mean, you know, you get sick of it. You know, I, oh, I did. You know, I'm sure a lot of us did. And, okay, it's time to go out to sea. Oh, good, yay. So we go out to sea, and, and then, like, after a good six-month deployment, or maybe even a love boat cruise, sometimes we did three months, you know, because we had to sit there, because the Russians were always out there, so we had to be ready to deploy. Um, you'd be like, oh, Japan's looking good. And then you'd be there, like, a month. Okay, time to go back out to sea, you know. But um, I had a couple of Japanese girlfriends. They know nothing special. Uh, but they, I guess they didn't like me. They thought I was too crazy, especially when I got drunk. I didn't care either. I'm like, well, you know. You drink a lot back then? Oh, sure. But not not that much. Not like till the end of my drinking days. I started to drink like you know, worse than a fish, I thought. But it was just all me. It was just me. You know, nobody forced me to do it. You know, I'm not going to say, well, this did it, and that's why I drank. No, I drank because I wanted to drink. You Where know? were you stationed at during, uh, let's say, 90, 90, 91 time frame? PI, VC5. Oh, were you? Is that uh, the Gulf, right? No, Philippines? No, the Gulf. The war. No, I, I didn't go there. No, I didn't go there. No, I wish I would have, but I didn't. I didn't. I that's, didn't. That's when it kicked off, right? Yeah, 90. Uh, I think uh, we invaded. Uh, well, I think we started bombing Baghdad on, like, January 17th of 91. Mm. Because I remember I was checking in, and they, then I saw the all the lights and all the tracers and all that all over Baghdad. I was like, oh, wow, it started. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a cakewalk. Wow. But anyway. Um, um, but you didn't get to go over there. Nah, I was in Gulf War Two though. So I was, I was with um, BFA 94. So, and uh, on, the, on the Nimitz, that was an okay ship. 
Reagan. I didn't really care for the nukes. I, I, I like the uh, conventional ones better. You know, and if anybody on a nuke thinks they're a snipe, they got another thing coming. They need to go on a real boat where you're gonna be a real snipe, where you're sweaty and dirty and smelly. That's a snipe. <laughs> yeah. You know, but anyway, I know that wasn't part of the, but I thought I'd throw that in there anyway. But um, I mean, I had fun. I mean, VFA ninety four wasn't the greatest command I was in, but you know, I think I, I think for the most part, I was lucky. And was able to go where I wanted to. I mean, well, and the reason why I went to Japan is because on my dream sheet, I, I need to put something down. I'm like, okay, I got Baltimore, Maryland. I've got, I think I put Hawaii. I'm like, uh, shoot, what else? Uh, eh, I put Japan. Oh, hey, you're going overseas. Yeah, I didn't expect that. But, um, yeah, they said, yeah, okay, go overseas. Yeah, anybody put overseas got to go overseas. So, but. Um, I remember they asked me for my wish list, and I put everything uh, in the California coast. They're like, oh, you want to be on the West Coast? We're going to send you to the Far East. Ooh. <laughs> they sent me to Okinawa. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I've been to Kadena. Yeah, we did it there in 88. Yeah, we did it there a couple Old times. Station on uh, Fatima. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, 91. Yeah, I was in DC5, and I was there only a year and a half because they uh, shut the base down because uh, we couldn't. Our government, our governments, you know, their government, our government couldn't come to an agreement. On the basis, so uh, they closed it down. So I don't know. I guess it's better that they're that we're gone because, from what I understand, and I have friends that are married to Filipinas that go back once a year or whatever, and they say that uh, where we, you know, where the front gate was Subic Bay and and then Alangapo, McSaisai, it's gotten a lot better. It looks a lot better than what we had, and I don't see why we couldn't help build them up. I mean, we were there, so, but they, I figured they could do it, you know, without us, so they did. No. Yeah, it looks pretty nice there from the pictures I saw. I'd love to visit, but that's it, visit. But I'd have to, I'd, I'd have to take you know a Filipina to go with me though. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, you can be my, uh, you'd be my bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, just like in Subic, I'd be your bodyguard. You yeah, know, like a little midget guy, something like that. Well, I mean, it's a turn like this, and, you know, and it translate for you and what, whatever. Yeah, I mean, but I, I think they still speak English or whatever. I mean, they, that's which is cool. You find you know? that in a lot of countries, right? Yeah. You know, like everywhere I went to, there was just English speak English speaking people everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Because the, um, the Japanese didn't though. I mean, they tried, but they never really went out of their way to, to speak English like you know, like the uh, Filipinos did. And and uh, shoot, who else? Ah, I don't know. I've never been to the, uh, Europe. I've never been to the Med. I always wanted to go, but I never got to. So. Yeah. I don't even know if there was a chance of being a blue nose either, you know, in the Arctic, you know, we go to the Arctic to become a blue nose. So I figured, hey, shell back, let me try blue nose. But no, I think it was because Clinton was president and I want to go over there. And they're like, nope, let's see, you're 137 right now. Um, we don't have AMD available for you in Lamore or in uh, Norfolk, I think I wanted to go, believe it or not. You know, maybe I should have had that, my head examined. But anyway, they said, we got VFA 125 in lovely Lamore, California for you. I was like, all right, <laughs> you know, and then it was like, but I, uh, let me tell you, that was some of the best duty I ever had. Oh, I had so much, but we had so much time off. That was shore duty. We had three shifts, and I mostly, because I, I was a second class at the time, and like I said, I studied beer instead of books, and I could have made, I could have made senior chief if I wanted to, and I probably would have as far as I want, because I wouldn't want to run maintenance control. I just, you know, too much BS. The responsibility, I can handle. I can handle the... Maintaining the aircraft, I can handle, you know, maintaining people, but I can't handle the pol political BS that goes with it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I don't like paperwork either, but I think I could handle paperwork. So I did a lot of that when I was in first class. But anyway, um, um, so you're stationed here in Lemoore. I was stationed here in Lemoore for 12 years, yeah. yeah. And that was, uh, we'll see. Let me get back to 125 real quick. We went to New Orleans. We went to Key West. We went to Hawaii. Oh, man. We went to the, 20, uh, the 2001 Pro Bowl. It was great. Did you? Yeah, my team didn't win, though, but that's okay. NFC. I'm an NFC. I'm a Bear fan, so NFC. But uh, it was still fun. You know, Mike Corporal was in a, our command, too, so, or, so he was. I knew him from 94, so we, or no, I knew him from 137. And so we'd known each other a while. We're pretty good friends. He's, he was there, too, so he's a, I think, Dolphin fan. So he's cheering for the AFC, so he was happy. Yeah. You guys got to uh, just go around and see all the different stuff and then during the Pro Bowl? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we had a day off, too, before we left in Hawaii, and that was February of 01. We were there for, I think, two or three weeks. I think, I think it was three weeks. Three weeks of lovely, expensive paradise, but I didn't care. We didn't really um, go out that much either. We, we mostly drank and partied and... But um, it was me and about... Party in town or just party? No, just at the barracks. Oh, yeah. Too expensive expensive to go out and party in town. We'd sometimes go out in town, but not all the time. But um, we um, went to the swap meet there, too. That was nice. That was, you know, lots of nice stuff. What's the swap meet like over there? It was all right. They had a lot of good stuff. Same thing as here. Yeah, because you you go to Aloha Stadium. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever really been to a swap meet here. I mean, where I actually go, you know, over in Hanford, mm-hmm. where they have it on 10th. Yeah, I've never been to that one. But I'm, it, it, it did look like that, though. But you're at Aloha Stadium, so yeah. it, you're, you went around in circles, you know. But there's a lot of stuff to see and a lot of stuff to buy, whatever you wanted. Anyway. Um, um, so you're in Hawaii having fun. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, it was all right. We did a lot of walking. That's a good thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I, know, I know what I wanted to say. So I went to Fort Island. I combed Fort Island. I went everywhere, and I rattleship row, all that stuff. I took close-ups so you could read the brass um, plaques on there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like on this on this day, Japanese planes bombed the, you know, or torpedoed the uh, Arizona, Hawaii, or the uh, Oklahoma, whatever they did. Yeah, it's interesting. You can see, still see bullet holes on the buildings you know some of some of the buildings over there i was like i was like that's that's got to be and it, it probably was i i think i stopped somebody and asked are those bullet holes from the, uh, the attack he's, he's and the guy's like probably so you know yeah. where else would they have come from <laughs> yeah but um yeah it was a good time yeah kind of eerie though because i went to the other side of fort island and saw the utah oh boy that's just sitting there like that uh oh uh, just but I, I took pictures of it anyway yeah. yeah, it's kind of kind of creepy, but hey, you know, there's there's uh, good men under that. I think there's like 44 uh, entombed in the in the in the um, Utah. Are there and there, entombed? Yeah, and there's like 1175 entombed in the uh, Arizona. Yep, isn't that something? And I, of course, I I went to Arizona. I got to and the Bowfin. That was fun too. That World War II sub. Yeah. I, when I was a uh, Cub Scout at home uh, in Chicago, they got the U505 German sub. Yeah, we went to that too, and I went to that uh, a couple years later too. You when did I was Cub Scouts when you were younger. Yeah, I didn't do Boy Scouts. I just did Cub Scouts. Yeah, I didn't, and Boy Scouts was going just. I, I got tired of being a goody two shoes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to high school, and I'm not gonna be a goody two shoes because because I know there's a lot of you know 
guys out there would probably think I'm too much of a goody two shoes. But I, because back then I cared what people think. Now I don't give a rat's care. Ass. Yeah, rat's ass. <laughs> rat's ass. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to cuss. I don't want this to be a PG broadcast. No, trust me. Okay. This is going to be all X rated. <laughs> X rated, yes. Isn't that right, girlfriend? No, I'm just kidding. But, um, so you, uh, in your command, you get stationed at uh, NAS Lemoore. You're, what, what squadron was that? Uh, are you talking about going? No, you said you were uh, VFA 125. The C, the C, the the, the shore duty. Yeah, that was that was great. I had so much fun. It went quick too. You know, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. So I mean, I I like 137. Also, I was there from 94 to 2000, and I extended because I wanted to get my EAWS wings. So when I I was doing, I started out doing the old book, the the one about that thick. And then they change it to that thick, and then they change it to a requirement, you know. It's like a requirement to get your AAWS wings. And now if you get your ESWS, your surface, then that's the motivator. So, and that book's like that. I'm like, no. So I just decided, no. Some guys didn't even get their EAWS wings. It's like, you know, that I do. I don't like to study, but when I was in college, though, recently, I studied. That's why I did so good. You know, because when I first um, stint in college was right after high school, of course. And that's why I didn't join the Navy right away. And then I went to get a job after I'd, I... I didn't really flunk out. I just quit. You know, I was like, you know what? I'll do this later. I was really... Because, you know, I knew I couldn't find any printing jobs out there because I was doing printing, you know. And now it's changed to where, you, I don't, you know, it looks like you just copy it. Boom. Hey, it's done. But... Um, uh, worked at this warehouse... From 84 until I joined the Navy in 86. And I was 22 when I joined the Navy. It was called E.B. Brown. But what I actually did was I put tax stamps on cigarette packs. And they didn't buy machine. Or they, there's some, like the 120s, you didn't buy hand. You know, they got uh, different sizes on a machine. You know, you get hundreds, king size, whatever. And they even got one for box, you know. But uh, I think that's where I started uh, smoking, too, smoking cigarettes. You know, I, I, I smoked for like, off and on for 25 years. I don't smoke now, though. Yay. Haven't had one in 12 years as of this year. But, um, I mean, at first I didn't really get the job. And then, you know, the guys were being jerks to me, you know, and there's no reason for it. So I got talked to by the boss, what's going on? Or, no, no, my, by the boss, by the lead. Mm. You know, what, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. What am I doing wrong? Oh, you're not doing your job. Really? I'm not doing my job. What am I, what ain't I doing? <laughs> you know, they explain what I did that. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. But everybody yells at me because I, I don't know what to do. You know, like I'm supposed to be, you know, Go to this place, come here with that knowledge to, in order to know what to do. I know I got to be trained. So after that talking, I knew what to do, and then I never had any problems after that. Mm. You know, but they're still, you know, a-holes. There. They're still assholes at that place. <laughs> you know, but uh, then again, I got along. I started to get along with the ones that were assholes, too, so. But. Um, it's good that you didn't become an asshole. Right. No, hell no. But the thing is, is that the. Um, I mean, once I got to know how to do it, the job was easy. You know, you broke open a um, case, open, you know, took a thingy off, and then you put them in the machine conveyor, kind of like, well, oh, they come down on a conveyor belt, and then like a mini conveyor would feed them into the machine, and then they'd be stamped with hot iron thingies in a roll, you know, and boom, like that, and they go through and get glued. You know, you gotta, we got to watch that glue, because if you don't, then they, they won't glue. <coughs> and you pick them up like that, throw them three, three, three by uh, three in each hand, and put them in the box. 
And then, like, we did for Indiana, and we had, like, colored markers for that. So green was Indiana. I can't believe I still remember those two. And I was two there two and a half years. Um, red was Cook County, and black was Kane. But we didn't, or Chicago, not Kane, but Chicago. But we stopped doing Chicago, and then we just, you know, did Indiana and, you know, and uh, Cook. So, and then the rest of it was all Illinois. Didn't matter where it went. Didn't have to color that one, though. Didn't have to color that one. <laughs> but, um, um, and the reason why I didn't stay there is because, number one, it didn't pay good because I, I started there at 350 in 86, 84. And ended there, I started there July 84 and ended there in um, November, October? No. Late October 86, because I want to take at least two weeks off so I could, you know. And uh, I did. And uh, so I get some rest before I, you know, went to boot camp, Navy boot camp. And um, uh, I know the, the one of the other leads you know the, the the foreman there he really didn't want to see me go and i i really was uh flattered but uh he wasn't the nicest guy in the world either though and uh he's kind of like you know one of those i'm better than you and you know his whole family was like that yeah i'm gonna tell his name too jim reedy <laughs> jim reedy and you know, so you're you're on nas lamore was there a time when you were uh, attached to the squadron that was seagoing oh yeah oh god yeah on lamore Oh yeah, I was. Uh, let's see, my seagoing commands in Lemoore were VFA one thirty seven, and VFA ninety four, and VFA one thirteen. So, Did you and, guys go anywhere while you were stationed there? Oh sure. Where'd you guys go? Uh, the Gulf. Gulf. Yeah, Gulf, and then uh, Australia and uh, uh, Hawaii. I think we always hit Hawaii, but we never hit Hawaii. Of course, we didn't hit Hawaii when I was over in Japan. But we did. Um, <clears throat> my first time there. Was the ninety five and boy, we were there five days. Thank God, and I just tore I tore that place apart, but uh, not meaning drink wise, but tore it, tearing, walked around everywhere. Went to go see the uh, you know the site the uh, on the base the uh, bowfin the you know yeah the Missouri wasn't there then and in, uh, in ninety five I don't know when it got there two thousand one no no it didn't it got there I think ninety eight and then I remember a friend of mine when I was still in one thirty seven. He's from Missouri and wanted to re-enlist on the Missouri, and he did. So he invited me to that, and I thought that was just peachy keen. It was kind of it was raining too. It was like, damn. Oh, it was about ready to rain, but then um, it started to rain when we were done. Yeah. And then I don't care, rain or shine, I went out there. It was it was liberty. So I, you know, same with PI, rain or shine, it don't bloody matter. Right. But uh, that's my truck, sun visors. Um. Yeah. Um. 94, I didn't like too much, uh, but I did like 03 cruise with them. That was nice. Eight-month cruise. I missed a whole grizzly season. Oh, terrible. When did I you start going, getting into sports? When did I start getting into sports? When oh, God. <laughs> Just about. I know. I act, I, yeah, I act, with all the stuff I know, I act like I was born with it, huh? But um, I don't know. I, I tell you the truth, I actually started getting in into sports around 1971. I was seven years old then. I was watching everything. Hockey. I was watching baseball. I mean, you know, I was more into hockey and baseball and then not really that much into football then. But um, then when the Bears, you know, I, 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 when I came to see what football is all about, then I started getting into it. too. So right now, hockey is my favorite. That's number one. And football and baseball are tied for second. I'm not really into basketball. I mean, I'm a Bull fan. I'm all Chicago. I'm not a Sox fan. I'm a Cub fan. Um, when it comes to, because, you know, just because I live here doesn't mean, you know, 
I lived there 22 years. You know, I, I just can't trade. Well, you know, I'm in California now. I guess I got to be a shark fan. Uh-uh. No. I will be a hawk fan till the day I die. Yes. Die hard. So, um, so but, you're in the Navy. What was your last command at? Here, 113, VFA 113, yeah. They had legacy. Were you legacies. drinking a lot then? Um, yes and no. Yeah, yes and no. Depending on what the occasion was. And there was usually no occasion, just maybe because, uh, hey, I will. I feel like drinking. That's, that's the occasion. <laughs> yeah. So. Were you doing any drugs? No. Hell no. Not while you were in the Navy? No. No. Um, I, I could tell you my drug career. All right, first time I had it was a uh, was a, not really a joint, but maybe a couple of hits off it when I was like 16 years old. All right, cannabis, huh? Cannabis. Yeah, and uh, but I lied, of course, and I I'm a, I'm a good liar. I lied to the recruiters. Nope, never did it. Well, you know, if you're lying, it's a ten thousand dollar fine. <laughs> but that, the Marine Corps told me that, you know, and you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it that way though. No. But this guy, I thought this guy was a, a surety. His name was Sergeant Silver. Well, wanted me to because at the time, this was 1983. At the time, of course, when I graduated high school, everybody wanted to talk to me. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, stuff the Coast Guard because they're in Chicago. But anyway, um, I go there about March '83 uh, to the Marine Corps because he calls me up. You want to come? I said sure. Why not? So all right, yep, yep, and they do this and that, and they're like trying to say. How come you don't want to join? Because I'm not ready. I'm doing college right now. Well, you can do college in the Marine Corps. What part of I'm not ready don't you understand? Okay, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I mean, I wasn't that way. I was too shy and timid. And they, I think, were trying to screw me over and get there to send me to, like, Lebanon. What was going on then? I think Lebanon. Something was in the... Late 80s? Oh, no. Yeah, early, early, early 80s, yeah, Lebanon. Yeah. You know, I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. You know, I'll just wait and, you know. So he tried to call me up again, and I basically told him, nope. I don't know why I went again. I went, I went to go talk to him again. I said, nah. I said, nah, I'm not. I'm really just not interested in the Marine Corps. I just, you know. Um, the only thing I would have been interested, though, in, in the Marine Corps and the Army was to play at the weapons. That was it in boot camp. Yeah, hey, M16, sure. M60, sure. Why the Navy? Huh? Well, um, I tried the Air Force. And I don't know why the Air Force. I don't know why. I, I don't know. I just thought. Maybe I thought their boot camp was easy. I think that's why. But Navy, one guy told me, because I didn't get in, I told you before, because uh, I had a left side hernia. Was, of course, I had to get it repaired, so I was ready to go. And one of my friends that was getting out, because he thought it was messed up, the Navy, but he said, the only good thing about it is if, you know, like, like I said before, if you if there's an open bill, you want to go there, you can go there. Yeah. So I guess that's the way it's the Marine Corps. But anyway, uh, that's uh, why I joined and then, you know, also, like, you know, not staying in one place at all all the time. You can go, hey, it's time to go to sea. Okay, we're going to go sail around. We're going to probably hit Australia. We're probably going to hit this place and that place, you know, so. And um, I did go to the Gulf Desert Shield with the Midway. And that was, uh, shoot, when did we get there? Early early November of 90. So, and then we, we were, I got pictures of it, too. We were changing with the ranger the danger ranger and then uh the, the iowa was right behind us too so i got pictures of that too oh, shit. yeah i can't remember what i had though what kind of camera i think it was a canon little cheapy but it, it took good pictures though not like that little 110 piece of crap i had that wasn't any good i gave it to that girl i was seeing in pi you like you want a camera here she goes oh yes thank you <laughs> that's what she sounded like yeah she sounded like she inhaled helium I can do a pretty good invitation when I'm with over when I'm uh, in, in when I've had helium. Yeah. 
So, but uh, I know she'd get mad too. I love changing the subject. I'm sorry. But anyway, um, she uh, they'd have a helium balloon salesman over there in PI, so I'd call him over and stuff, and I'd undo it and, and hit, take a good hit off it, right? <laughs> and an imitator. Start her. Yeah, imitator say, "Hi, I'm Bad Barley," like that, and the girls would just, ah, you know, <laughs> like, like I could imitate what she sounded like. I mean, uh, I guess I could imitate good too, because she got pissed. <laughs> Ooh, but. Uh, uh, hey, she pissed me off, so I thought I'd return a favor. But um, how'd she piss you off? How'd she piss me off? Just being a little girl sometimes, you know. And and at one time, I mean, we were in a bar one time, and uh, she this one to particular. Be attached or what? Well, no, it's not that she wanted to be attached. It, it was, um, well, you know, she um, was seeing someone a local the first time, but the second time, I, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get revenge, and I know how I'm gonna do it too. <laughs> so I did. You know, I just, I just need, I just need some pussy. So um, I said, "Hey, Beverly, want to be my girlfriend again?" Sure. You know, and just hey, here's some moolah. So I figured I'd give her a little bit of money for a lot of pussy, and uh, that's what happened. And but, but it's just got to where I, I, I wasn't only doing her; I was doing a bunch of other girls too. And I'd tell her about it too. I'd, I'd say, "You want the gory details?" But um, yeah, so I was gonna marry her until I found out, she, you know. And not really caught her in the act, but caught her with that guy. I gave her three strikes. I said, strike two, you know, when it came up again. I said, one more strike. Guess what? You're gone. And then strike three happened. So, but then, you know, like I said. Uh, she was with another American? Or no, 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 a local. She was with P.I. Yeah, the guy was married, too. Oh. So I said, you're, I said, you're, gonna, I said, you're probably going to go to hell for that one. <laughs> and I, said, I said, you better reconcile with God before, you know, like right now so yeah. you don't forget. <laughs> but uh, I almost committed adultery a couple times too when I was uh, stationed over here with a couple of hot-looking uh, Navy girls. But I, I, I didn't uh, do it. Thank God. I don't know they were stuff. married, not you. They, they were married. I wasn't. Yeah, I'm like, I better not do it. So, but they were nice. They were really nice girls. So I, got, I don't know where they're at now. One was from New York. The other one was from Alabama. But she didn't sound like this though. And she sounded like, like uh, I guess she's from a city because she sounded like I, you know, like we do, you know, like a regular California. Yeah, like well, no, like a regular, you know, person that's doesn't have a twang, you know, yeah. have a southern twang, you know. But uh, I don't know. So you get out of the navy. What did you do then? Okay, I was debating on whether I should move back to Illinois, which I'm glad I did not do, and stayed out here, or stay out here. So I decided, you know what, I got a better chance to get an aircraft job out here than I would in Illinois because I don't know if they still had Glenview Air Base and I you know that was a ways I think it was like 30 30 or 35 miles from where you know Aurora is and maybe I wouldn't even live there yeah you know I probably would live near where my job was like I am here but anyway um so as I'm waiting for a, a aircraft job to come up and I was looking I didn't have internet <laughs> excuse me at the time what year did you get up oh six and I yeah, and I went um, to the uh, work at a commissary. I mean, I mean, um, I took the advice of one of my uh, friends' wives and say, "Yeah, well, you probably make okay money over there." I didn't though, but I was just there. Just uh, it was something. It was some, something, but very little, not enough, you know. And um, and of course, I was still drinking then. Made some really stupid decisions with my money, and um, that's why. That's another reason why I stopped too drinking. Um, so. Uh, I ended up quitting that job because when that job, uh, 
plane captain job came up in like September 07, then that was it. You know, she kept me on. I, I mean, I worked for her too. The woman that gave me the advice to work for the, uh, uh, towards the end there, you know, I worked for, I forget what the company was. They, they sold um, Cooper cheese and this, that, and the other thing and chicken, foster farms. I think it was foster farms. I'm not sure though. But I stocked chicken and all that. And it, it just got stupid, you know, and uh, the people there were treating us like we were crap. Sorry, I'm really? not crap. Yeah, I'm not crap. I'm sorry. You know, and, you know, and little do they know, without us, they don't get that stocked. They'll do it. But um, uh, what I did is I worked uh, with 125. They still had legacies. This is an 07 when I got it. Um, and I was a plane captain then, too. So it took me about two months to recall after 20 years of not doing it, you know, being a plane captain on 18s. Because I was a plane captain also on VC-5 the whole time. But uh, my last three months there, I went TAD to customs to help pack people out. But anyway, uh, uh did that job for a year and a half, and then I, I kind of sort of got let go because I, I pissed off some Navy girl, but uh, it was kind of my fault, though, because we were friends. We, well, we, we, I made up with her, um, and... Um, were uh, you fraternizing, or...? No, no, I was just... I pissed her off by... Uh, God, what did I do? I can't... I... Oh, she told on me because I think she thought I was going crazy or something like that, you know, from a good night's drinking. And, uh, yeah, told, I think she was trying to help me though, you know, but my, my stupid, you know, drunk ass at the time was like, she told on me, I don't like you no more. You're a little, you know, but she really wasn't though. And she told me why she did. It. I think that's why she did it. Uh, I think that's what she said. I was, cause I was drinking at that time too. And we were, cause we were having like a, uh, going away party for somebody that, uh, was quitting, um, L3, yeah. you know, and I, and I was, uh, Thinking on going to school, I think. I think at that time, I don't remember. It was 09. Yeah, I was going to school. Yeah, I was going to school. And then, um, then I saw her at the uh, Halloween party we had, and uh, so I think I made up with her over at the uh, at that going away party, though. So, yeah, she she's okay looking. She's, I, I'm gonna be her daddy. So, I'm not trying to brag, though. I think she had a thing for me. I, I'm not, I, I don't know, but she was seeing some other guy. But that guy was a dork. I told her, I said, don't marry that guy. <laughs> you know, I was trying to play daddy. Don't marry that guy. He's a dork. You know, sometimes women think that's a come on, like you're trying to. Oh, hell, I don't know. I, she didn't, you know. No, she was, um, I was just acting crazy because after a good night's drink. And then uh, and then she tried, I guess she uh, was concerned about me. That's why she told on me what she did. So then I got mad. Yeah, call her yellow belly and all that. I feel bad about it. But we made up, so, you know, it was a while ago. You called her names in front of everybody? or No. Oh. No. Yellow belly. Well, maybe when she's walking by, there's nobody around. But yellow belly, I think I did a couple times. But, you know, when I'm mad at somebody, it's tunnel vision. You know? So, it's like a couple of people at work that uh, I don't really get along with. I try to stay away from tunnel vision when they piss me off. Probably the same with them, too, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care who I... Uh, well, I kind of do care who I piss off at work. I don't want to piss the boss off, of course, but uh, there's just a couple of workers that, 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 that are nobody, and I think they're worthless pieces of crap. What was you the know? company name that you were working with at uh, that time? Where? With uh, yeah. L3. Oh, I just told you that, damn it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, um, L3 Communications. And they're, they're a good company to work for. And then AECOM took over. We thought it was going to be better. I, I'm like... I didn't know what some of the people were thinking well, that was going to be better, but they, it was worse for me because they drove me nuts. And they wouldn't, L3 at least would, um, 
you know, help their people out. You know, they would, uh, you know, uh, watch over their people. But I can't think of the word right now. But um, an AECOM wouldn't do that. You know, look, you know, and so, and they didn't, you know, instead of, you know, hearing my side of the story, but, you know, I I don't think I should have been fired for that. I should have gone, don't do that again. But no, they they got rid of me for it. So, and um, that was, uh, I forget what what, what the lead said. I mean, and and then the the, the two top leads, you know, didn't want me to go because, you know, because I was uh, good at what I did, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, we were washing airplanes and, uh, and then because I went to day check because I thought I was going to play softball. This one guy's like, you know, yeah, let's get a softball team. Yeah, let's do that. I'm going to go to day check. I'll get rid of my because uh, I was a lead on nights, and I just got tired of being on nights. And uh, so I just became a regular PC. But I said, uh, you know what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to organize a wash job crew. Then that way, night check doesn't always have to take the slack up like we always did. So we would do the wash jobs. And that's, I, I don't know if I started that, but I said, that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. And I picked my wash crew. There's like maybe five of us. That's all we needed, you know? And uh, we washed aircraft all day. I didn't care. I'm like, screw it. Hey, I'm getting paid. How long did you do that for? Uh, that, that job, I did it from September 07 till May of 09. And that's when I lost it. So, but I'm not really blaming her, that chick, though. I, it was my fault. So, oh, that's when they fired you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they, it was like, what was they laid, laid me off is what they, the lead said, <laughs> laid me off. Yeah. Laid me off. Let me get the quotation marks going there. Yeah. So, so you get laid off and then what do you do? Um, went to school. I went to COS for theater and, um, did okay. I was only in, uh, two shows and I crewed a couple of them. I think crewing's more, crewing the show is more fun than, uh, than actually being in the show. Because, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not perfect or not like that. But you can kind of laugh at their mess-ups because you know what's going on and how they messed up. <laughs> you mess up. Yeah. But anyway, yo. Then I went to uh, Fresno State after that and finished up. And um, my GI Bill ran out, So, but I did night check. I, a night check. I did a night class. And I did do a, 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 for the fall of two night classes for the fall of 2014. Didn't do nothing for the spring of 2015. And then um, got a loan and finished off so but i'm i lost interest halfway through that last year i'm like you know what screw this it looks like and i know this is just what i've seen if you're not one of them buddy buddy you know part of the good old boy or good old person group then they don't want you so i I wasn't part of the good old person group because there's a lot of liberals over there and i'm not i don't know if they found out i was you know i'm sorry i i'm i'm all for america and um united states of america and uh, it's just uh too bad that they got to choose, be choosy that way. Yeah. You know, this uh, cancel culture, that's what's going on with this um, great dictator we have, Joe Blow Biden. So. When did you start getting into drugs? Drugs? Did you get into drugs? No. Oh, okay. I never got any drugs. I, all I did, I had. I had drinking a lot. Yeah. Well, I, well, I'll tell you my drug career real quick. I, I smoked pot seven times. Once in 1980, six times in 2009. And don't ask me why I did six times in 2009, because I had no idea, because I wanted to. Once, three times here, three times in Illinois. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, what was it, drinking? Um, I got into drinking alcohol, alcoholic beverages, when I was actually in the Navy. I only had occasional when I was at home. You know, my mom wouldn't let us, you know, drink all the time, just occasional. Like, since we were 21, we could drink a little bit more. But since we were living with her, we, she, 
you know, and I respected that. It was her place, you know, hey, I'm here, you know, um, if you don't want me to drink, I won't, you know, if you do, you know. But then uh, my drinking escalated in the Navy. Yep, it escalated big in the Navy. So, and. Uh, you think you were just pissed off because you got fired from L3 or something? You started drinking more? Or no, no, I just, I didn't drink more. I started, that's, that's when I slacked off. Oh, did you? I was like, you know what? I need to stop doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, 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 what I did is I drove home and I drove back and I, I got a DUI in Fallon, but that, that, that was easy though. They were like $742 fine, $650 bail, um, uh, $168 to get your license back and 160 to take this course. I had to go to mad also in Fresno and that was $75. And you know, and they like to take your money here in California, but you know what? That's good for DUI. It'll stop people from doing it. You know, that's, that's the only good thing about California is they, they, they will soak you um, for like speeding tickets and stuff like that too, but not like they would a DUI. I can't remember what the fine is now, but uh, I got a DUI in 93 when I was in um, VX5, but I wasn't a resident of California, so it was $1,487 fine, and I forgot what else I had to do to get my license back, so I did. Um, but uh, 90-day suspension, too, So, but I drove anyway. Ha, ha, ha. Didn't get caught. Ha, ha, never been caught. That's why I got my never been caught medals, you know. But anyway, um, uh, well, yeah. Made, what made you want to stop drinking? The stupidity I was doing and then the trouble I was getting into. That last DUI I got, that's what made me want to stop drinking. I'm like, that's it. That's it. I said, I am not. And I didn't blame nobody. Both of my DUIs, you know, how some people say, well, the reason why I drink is because that person right there is really mean to me at work and blah, 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 like that. No, no, I don't. I, I chose to drink. I chose to drive. I got in trouble. Thank God I didn't kill anybody. And that's the way it went. And it was nobody's fault but my own. I take responsibility for my fuck ups. Yeah. Yeah. And that, boy, were they, oh, there were some big mess ups I did too. But I'm never going to do that again. But I mean, I got maybe, after my drinking days, I got maybe four tickets speeding. <laughs> so I can honestly just say, because like I've going had. Fast. Huh? You just like going fast? Uh, it's just, I don't know. I, I didn't think I could get caught. Yeah, I like going fast. <laughs> but anyway, um, I've had three Mustangs, old ones, two 67s, and my 64 and a half I've got now. And I'm very proud to say that I got speeding tickets on every one of those Mustangs. <laughs> Your 64 and a half, is it a fastback? No, it's a coupe. Oh. You ever seen it? No. Okay, we'll look at it after we're done here. Yeah. Um, it's 289, four speed. The other two were automatics, 289. And I never had, they were all coupes. I, didn't have, I never had a fastback. I wouldn't mind having a fastback. Um, uh, just kitty corner here. The guy's got two, but he doesn't have a fastback. He, I think I think his are sixty fives. So he's got two Mustangs. Yeah, two old ones, sixty fives, I believe. And then if, if you've seen that old one over here, it's on Cypress. He's, there's a sixty two, I think. Chrysler New Yorker push button. Oh man, I looked at that. I'm like, what year? Sixty one, sixty two. Oh really? Wow. And it just sits there. He doesn't drive it. It's like drive that son of a bitch. <laughs> you know. But I almost bought a. Uh, are you into cars a lot? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm into cars. I'm into women, and, uh, you know, but um, I'm not into getting married, though. You're into sports. I'm into sports. Cars. Um, not car sports, though, really. I mean, I watch the Indy 500, but um, that's about it. Can, can, I look? can I look at that? Go. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I was just uh, wondering, because... Uh, you, you really got a big knowledge about your sports and all the stats that you do. 
And if you're into cars as much as you're into sports, do you have that knowledge about cars? Different cars and different stuff that Just the old ones, not the new ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not big into the new ones. I hate the new ones. New like, ones, uh, new ones are, I think, are junk. So. American Muscle. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into, I'm not into like, I'm not into Toyota or anything like that. I mean, maybe into like Mercedes. That's about it, though. That's the only Mercedes, maybe Volvo. Yeah. Maybe Volkswagen. You know, but I've never really dreamed about having a bug, though. I never wanted a bug. You know, but um, but I just, I mean, I. Couldn't tell you the years of the new cars, but the ones back then, I can give you an idea what they are. And most of the time, I'm right. You know, my dad was that way, too. The old cars that would go by, you know, like, a, oh, that's a 37 Chevy, or that's this and that's that. That's back in the day when he was still around, you know. Yeah, and that was, like, in the 70s. Photographic memory? Uh, I wouldn't say I do. Hmm. Depends on what it is, though. You just get real passionate about what you like. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess. I mean, if I'm interested in sports, you know, I'd... I don't know everything. You know, some guys try to stomp me, you know. Oh, I stomped you. I said, I told you I didn't know everything. <laughs> no, you didn't stomp me, you idiot. Anyway, um, uh, it's just uh, when I'm interested in something, I know a lot about it. I put, put effort into knowing it, you know. So, I mean, but, you know, theater, I, I, all I want to do is go up there and act, but they got certain styles. Oh, you got this style of acting, you got this style, and then you got this style. And it's like, dude. All I want to do is go up there and act. Yeah. Why, did, why, why is there got to be a style? How about the Lenny style? How's that? You know? <laughs> the art style, you know, Lenny, you know. But anyway, um, but. Um, you still passionate about uh, acting? Nah. 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 Like I said, there's just too much, too much stupidity. Nah. I mean, if there wasn't stupidity, I, I, I don't know. I would have probably tried to pursue going to Hollywood, but mostly as a comic. You know, because I, I can't get into the serious stuff, you know. Yeah. Oh, we want you to be serious. Oh, no, I want, I'm not going to be serious. Because it seems like maybe, <clears throat> I think I auditioned for about a total of, combined with COS and um, Fresno State, a total of like maybe about 15 shows. And I made three, which ain't bad. I mean, for me, that's not bad. Because I, I just started, you know, I didn't know nothing about theater, you know, and I thought that would be my ticket to, to being a comic, but nah. So I'll just be a comic at work. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be a comic at work. Thank you. That's, like goofing off. Yeah, and that's, I mean, when there's nothing going on and, you know, and people want some comedy, I'll be their, I'm their man. Yeah. So, but most, for the most part, you know, there's a lot of people that like it, you know, and then the ones that don't, I think, are just playing the assholes. <laughs> they don't know about comedy. Yeah, so, I don't know, so... When did you get this job? Uh, I got it. Um, my first day was December 18th of 2017. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, and... and there was uh, You got laid off of L3. Uh, no, no, I was 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, ugh, 8 Ecom. Oh. Yeah. Um, 2009, 2009. What did you do in between there? School. Oh. Yeah. That's it? Uh, yeah, well, I did a couple solar panel jobs, too. Huh. And then my last solar panel job was before I got this job. And it was in, uh, it started in August. It was out in Tranquility, a huge, huge, you know, solar panel farm. And uh, that was fun. You know, I started doing the glass. It was, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not the strongest guy in the world, and I was out of shape. So I was taking a long time. I didn't mean to. 
you know, and the guy I was working with me, he's like, uh, he was doing good. I'm like, you know, and we each did 13 a row, you know. And then so it'd be, you know, we'd switch off him, me, him, me. And he's like, you know, and I was getting on my 10th. I was starting to struggle. I said, he's like, you want me to take over for you? I said, no. I said, you do 13, I'm doing 13. That's the way it's going to be. I'm sorry I'm taking so long, but I'm not, uh, I'm not a, a spring chicken no more, I told him. You know, because at the time I was, what, 53. And um, he was young. He, yeah, oh, hell, he's about 30-something. Oh, yeah, I was old as be his daddy. He's a nice guy, though. He's a nice guy. But when you're doing solar panel jobs like that and you just go up and, you know, get it over at, um, we had to go to Visalia. You know, you had, you signed up in Fresno. And um, you just looked online, you know, is there anything? Yeah, hey, we're, we're doing something in Fresno and it's going to be out in Tranquility or it's going to be out in Lemoore or wherever it's going to be. And then you just... Uh, Go, but you wouldn't always get there the first time. It may, maybe it'd take you about a week. Oh, hey, I got a job in you know something this. You know, so, and it paid eighteen sixty nine. That's not too. But for me, that was great compared to what you know what I was getting. You know, just my retirement check at the time, and um, you know from the Navy. And uh, this other job uh, bought me a uh, washer and dryer for my house, and I got that in uh, twenty fourteen. So that was my first job. That was the first time I worked in, like, shoot, at the time, what, five years? I was like, wow. Because the woman across the street, well, she used to live there. She, Other people live in there now. She's like, she's like, hey, Lindy, you want a job? I'm like, yeah, what do you got in mind? Solar panels. Okay, so she took me down there. I'm like, oh, okay. I was, I was dressed. I thought I was going to work that there, that day, get a job. <laughs> nope. And there I was, you know, because I had my Navy coveralls on. What are you, an inside wireman? I'm like, what's that? You know, they're like, oh, no, you're not. Sit down. So, and then they called us CWs, construction wiremen. And, uh, I mean, the job, I like the job. I like the work, but there was some people, you know, because you're dealing with ex-cons, you know, there. And, uh, you know, just stupid people, druggies. You know, the whole, oh, they took everybody, it seemed like. You know, and these um, electricians didn't like that too much. So, you know, I was like, okay, so what, you, would you guys rather do that, you know, or have us do it and you guys do the easy work? You know, so I don't know. Anybody that treated me like crap over there, I let them know. Uh, I don't care who they were. You don't treat me like crap. So, you know, if they're a, a, a boss, I didn't care. You don't treat me like crap. So, IBEW, I, I, I though, they here in California, they vote for uh, the dummy crap. So, I'm sorry, Democrats. I don't want to offend them. <laughs> dummy crap. There, take that. So, you get this job in 2017. Yes, where I'm at right now. Yep. And I'm loving every minute of it. Loving every minute of it. Yes, I am. I love it, you know. And I just ignore, you know, and I told, I ignore the jerks. And I try to find work. I mean, if I, there's no aircraft work for me, I just go grab a vacuum and start cleaning. And the higher-ups like that. And I don't do it because the higher-ups like it. I do it because I like to stay busy, Yeah. you know. And one guy's, I, I, you're not kissing ass doing that. No, I'm trying to stay busy. Like, I'm like, run into this, you know. Put my hand up like that and wave it and like that. <laughs> I do that to a couple guys there. I think that's funny. But, are, you, um, are you a contractor or government? I am contractor. Okay. So you, I work for Tyonic. Tyonic. And that's, uh, you like the company? Yes. You like the way they handle business? So very much. Yes, yeah. they're very good. They're very good. They're very good. And then when, when I was um, doing my stuff to um, get, you know, like, uh, the, all the security checks, secure, the background checks I had to do, yeah. they were, when I called them up, they were very, 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 very helpful. Yeah, they're in Alabama, so I guess they're three hours ahead of us, 
Yeah, they like, had the accent too, you know. Well, where are from Alabama, you know, stuff like that, you know. Well, I'm a Yankee. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that to him. But uh, yeah, or Illinois, we're Yanks. But um, uh, yeah, they're very helpful. I mean, uh, I think one of them's name was Suzanne, I think, and she was uh, she was very, 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 very helpful and very nice. I, I saw her in person, you know, over at uh, the 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 uh, building 180 over at work, and uh, every, every now and then they come and visit. Which is a good thing. I think they should, you know. And I told the boss at the time, Mike Hatch, I said, when you hire me, Mike, and when I start working for you, I said, you will have a sober person that can breathe because I don't drink no more and I don't smoke no more. So he's like, excellent. I said, yep. And I, and I, and I go to sleep, not with alcohol no more. I used to. But I go to sleep by getting nice and tired at work and then go hit the rack. Yep. <laughs> Great. You know. You don't even smoke cigars? No, I don't smoke nothing no more. Nope. And I never took drugs. I never, the only, like I said, the only drug I got into was marijuana, and I only did it seven times. And the reason why I took such a long span to do my next joint is because I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. I'm like, oh, wait, maybe I'll like it now. Nope. Same result. Blech. I just can't stand. The only kind of high I like is the alcoholic high. Well, what part of that didn't you like? It, just, it was just too much of a high. And my head would spin. Oh man! I might. Well, I mean, not some, that it made you paranoid. It just put you over the top. Yeah, it put me over the top. I didn't like that. That's what it was. Over the top. Hey. Yeah. Like World War One. You know. <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's just, and I never did. I never even. If somebody would have offered me. Like cocaine or something, I'd say, uh, uh-uh, uh, without even thinking twice. No, not no, but hell no. Yeah. No, I didn't do that and crack nothing like. Even though. It, I do. I know some of you guys wonder sometimes if I'm on crack or because <laughs> of the way I act. But it's you just a lot of energy. Yeah, it's a just a lot of. It's just natural. My mom was like that. My mom is like that. Well, she well not now. She's she's not doing too good right now. By the way, um, that's right. You were telling me that she got sick. Yeah, she, it's just old age too. And I I don't know. My mom, my sister told me yesterday she wasn't doing good. So I haven't told Anderson yet, or anybody at work yet. But I've told them last week when I heard. That she was doing bad, and I told Miguel, and I told uh, you know Anderson, and they're like, "Oh wow!" So I told the other, I told you know the people that needed to know, yeah. and then some people that didn't need to know, but I told them anyway. So, um, but um, yeah, uh, my dad was that way too. Both my mom and dad bounced off the walls. That's why I bounced off the walls. Really? Yeah, and then my sister Colleen did too when she was around. She bounced off the walls. Emily really doesn't. Uh, Linda eh, really can't because she uh, eats junk and she's 60 years old and living off we the people, I do believe, um, because I think she's a lazy. And, yeah. And I'm not lazy. I just can't work. And she had back surgery in 2012. And wouldn't you think that would fix it? Well, oh, I can't because she always, I mean, this, this proves right here she's lazy. I know, I, know, I know this has nothing to do with it. I don't care. I'm going to tell you anyway. I'm telling the whole world. Um, when we were kids, Every time there was housework to do, she had back problems. Oh, yeah, her back hurt. I can't do it. But when the housework was done, her back miraculously felt good again. <laughs> That's how it was, you know. And, and she won't admit it, you know. I hate people like that. You I mean, see the movie uh, Million Dollar Baby? I don't think so, no. It's about that woman boxer? No, no, haven't oh. seen it. Okay. It's, is, that like, is that about Muhammad Ali's daughter? No. Boxer? No. Because no. she, was, she was a boxer. Yes. I was proud Le- of her too. Layla Ali. Right, I was proud of her too. I was like, "Good job." I was like, yeah. "Good job," but I didn't like um, Muhammad Ali because he was a uh, draft dodger. I'm sorry, I don't. I have no respect for draft dodgers. None. 
Because, well, I didn't want... No, I don't care. If you can fight men, you can go over there and grab a rifle and fight for freedom. So. But, uh... So, you are working right now as a mechanic. Mm-hmm. And your hobbies are sports. Well, I got more than that. I got I collect uh, World War II stuff and World War One, any kind of conflict stuff. I got uniforms. You know, I got a couple what Nazi kind of uniform, uniforms. A couple of Nazi uniforms, and uh, and I got a, a blouse from a World War II veteran. Uh, so he was a captain. He's got a CIB on it. You know, for the World War II. The Navy. No, no captain for Army. Army oh, captain. An Army yeah, captain. I don't. I, I oh, I got one Navy uniform. It's Navy chief, but it was from the seventies, and you know their uniforms haven't changed. Yeah. So, and uh, shoot, what else I got? Um, I got a couple of Civil War uniforms, Yankee and Confederate. I'm a Yankee sympathizer because of my great-grandpa's dollars, like I told you about. Um, what else do I got? I got this. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a Zove uniform. You know, those special Civil War. Um, I think it's a Zove from the um, uh, New York, I don't know, volunteers. I don't know what they were. You ever do those... Uh Period costume things where they reenactments. Reenactments. Uh, I'd like to. I haven't done one yet though. Yeah, uh, I'd like to. Where do you find all these uniforms? Online. Um, I think I, I think military clothing for the Civil War ones. They got Revolutionary War, but they're not really, you know, that advanced like they are with the Civil War ones. They got everything. You know, they even got shell jackets, but I don't like shell jackets. I, I got a Confederate shell jacket. I'm like, I don't like it. Too short. Yeah. I mean, it fits me, but it's just too damn short, you know? And I don't know why. What, 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 shell jacket. Okay, they, they had a Yankee one, too, but I didn't get that. So I did, the sack coats are full length, and that's what I like better. The Yankee one has um, four buttons on it, and the Confederate has, like, about seven. But, um, yeah, I dressed up as a Confederate uh, soldier last year, thinking I was going to get all kinds of slack, but I didn't. I got nothing but compliments. I couldn't believe it. I didn't get one, one ill Thingy. Was that during Halloween? Yeah, last year. Yeah, and I've dressed up in the Yankee one twice, and then I dressed up. I got a World War One uh, German uh, uniform uh, enlisted, and uh, when one guy thought it was Nazi, I'm like, I'm like, it's not Nazi. I'm sorry, it's World War One. Yeah. They were imperialists back then. The Germans were, but the uh, but um, I wore that with a, a stale cami reproduction. They're both reproduction, you know, the the, the tunic. And I had to use one of my the pants for my Nazi uniform because that matched it. It was field gray, and uh, it's a World War One model nineteen eighteen reproduction German camo helmet. And it's pretty nice. So I can show it to you if you want after we're done here. But um, um, what else? Uh, I want to dress up like Tony Esposito this year because I got a mask like what he wore. Um, I, the jersey came in a couple this week. The one I want to wear because it will go over the equipment I want to wear, and brown leather goalie pads. I can't really hand out candy with the goalie gloves on, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna do. And his honor because he passed away this year. And you dress, or you have a bunch of jerseys? I have, uh, yeah, I have a ton. I don't, I can't tell you. I, I got over at least two hundred jerseys. Yeah, at least over two. I know not, over. Not just uh, hockey, but you got baseball. Yeah, and basketball, basketball. and football. I got more. I got mostly. Hockey and baseball, though. But I got, I don't know how many football. But I, got a lot of, I got a lot of Chicago jerseys. I mean, you know, because I, I think I got like 18 Hawk and Cub jerseys separately. You know, 18 Cub, 18 Hawk from different eras. 
Um, of course, I got my favorite players back then. Um, Dobby Holes my favorite. And then uh, I got Sandberg, Ron Sano. You know, I like them. Um, who else did I like on the Hawks? Makita, but I didn't like him as much as I did Bobby Hull. Tony Esposito, of course, I got red and white. And then just jerseys of guys that I grew up with on other teams because not all my favorites were, you know, Bears or, you know, Chicago players. They're, uh, you know, I mean. my you follow the Cubs uh, baseball? Oh, sure. But I haven't been following much. Well, I have been following, but I haven't been watching them because I don't want to watch a mediocre team after they traded their good players. <laughs> yeah, that made me mad. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll keep track of them, but I will not actually, you know. But you, you root for the Dodgers. No, I work no. for the Cubs. Oh, oh hell no! I don't I'm a cup. I'm a one team guy, but I do like to watch the playoffs, whether or not my teams are in it. Yeah. I'm talking all sports, but not really NBA no more because I really don't want to watch NBA because they're just too stupid and getting the you know politics that they, I don't think they should be getting into. So, NFL, you know, I, I, if any any Bears take a knee during the national anthem, I think I'll stop watching it for a while. You know, what does that mean to you? When somebody takes a knee during the national anthem, yeah. well, that makes me mad. But why? Because disrespecting the guys that died for this people, I should say not just guys, the people that died for this country to make it the way what it is. Defend this country. Yep, yeah. defend this country. Oh, sure. That makes me madder than hell. You know, I when I kneel, I pray. When I stand, I stand for the flag. Yeah. I got to get me a T-shirt like that. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of There is. Around. I want to get that uh, Taliban. I want to get that uh, one of Joe Biden make Taliban great again. Yeah, I want to get that. See how many how many how many lib turds get pissed at me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Read between the lines. You don't like it. And I got this beautiful thing like this. This mask is as useless as Joe Biden. And there's another one too. Worn by force, not by fear. Right over here. I take it you don't like Joe Biden. I hate him. Well, I don't hate him. I just dislike him very much. I don't really hate anybody. You know, but I just well. I'm sure I hate Satan because he hates me, but because I'm always saying the rosary. He's going like this probably because I'm Catholic, so I say rosary every night. But I'm not perfect, you know. Um, if I were to die right now, I don't think I'd go straight to heaven because uh, I'm, I'm sorry I'm addicted to porn. I just love porn sites. I just love looking at naked women. I just can't help it. So I can't help it. I, I, I mean, I saw my first Playboy when I was nine years old. Yeah. Yep. And I got a copy of it too. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. I was like, wow, look at that. You know, <laughs> so yeah, we got you date kid. a lot. No, me. No, not no more. I, I used to not. I never really did date a lot, you know, and I just I just not interested. I mean, I might go on a friendly date with somebody, but I don't want to get no serious, you know, relationship. Cause I'm I'm, I'm enjoying being single. Women, not no more. I used to. No. But then again, that was during my drinking days. You know, oh. you know, you know how. When you get drunk and stuff like that, I don't know if it, you do that, but when I did, I thought I was bulletproof, and and I picked up some some wrong, some of the wrong women. <laughs> yeah, but none of them were really that ugly, though. You know, they were. You never jumped on the grenade. Uh, no, not really. No, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I would say that um, the one that I uh, two girlfriends ago, and I thought we were gonna get married, but thank God we didn't, and she's still not that great looking, and she had the potential to look good. But I, I call her a beer goggle pickup. But the only good thing about uh, dating her, if she's from New York, a small town called Nassau, and I, we went there, and I got to see the uh, Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame. Yep. 
Cooperstown. I got to go there. That was the only good thing about dating her. So that but was then, the only good thing about dating her. Yeah, you came close to marrying her. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I thought we were in love, but I don't. But I just got tired of her bitching at me because I was drinking, and then she and I asked her to communicate with me. And I think during a relationship, communication is a big thing, but she didn't think it was. So I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of this. So it was kind of mutual. We wanted to break up. I'm like, good. Good, yay. She's from around here? No. She's from New York. We were in the Navy. We were in 125 together. Why I dated that thing, I'll never know. <laughs> Beer, that's why. And we were, because we went to New Orleans together. And then, you know, I didn't really, I knew of her. She was an AK and, uh, you know, supply for all you civilians out there and um she uh we were all kind of like in close quarters you know how it is on debt you know and uh so me and the center guy named jeff andrews and we were pretty good friends we were, you know played softball together and we went to games together and this that and the other thing and but he was you know only when we were on debt but because he was married and uh so but i don't see why i couldn't have gone to the game i never asked you know why we were here but anyway we're talking about you know he's like hey i looked up uh that the uh, here in New Orleans, we were in New Orleans, and the uh, they got a PCL team, AAA, called the Zephyrs. You want to go? Who are they playing? Iowa Cubs? Sure. And that's the Cubs, you know, yeah. Chicago Cubs affiliate, uh, AAA. And so we went, and then uh, and then they played the Sacramento Rivercats. We, we, I think out of the eight games, we went seven of them, and then went to go party on Bourbon Street, but she didn't go to that. But she kind of, like, overheard and asked Jeff if uh, she could go with, and I'm like, yeah, so he made me go knock on her door and stuff. And at that time, I thought that she was kind of, uh, she wasn't that great looking, but I don't know, just something about her I just didn't like, you know. And I don't know how I got to like it, but I just never really could like it, you know. But um, hmm. we went to the Nor- New Orleans games, and then, and she goes, I want to go to Grizzly games with you. And I was drunk. I was like, look at her like, oh, really? <laughs> so not, and, and if I was like during my, Days when I was kind of shy but timid, but when I knew I didn't want to go out with a girl, I'd let them know, uh, no, thank you. I didn't do that. I wish I would have. I should have nah, that's okay. Yeah, you, so you were just spending time with her just because you didn't want to be rude? Yeah. Can you believe that? <laughs> Can you believe that? You were, you were I, I'm not doing that again. And then you didn't want to be rude. Um, yeah. But then again, I, I got to where I was, I was getting rude, too. And because when we went home, when we went her, her house, her home, in Nassau, New York, we were at her grandma's house, and she had a picture. Her grandma had a picture of her, you know, the girl I was seeing when she uh, graduated high school, and she looked good. Oh man, I was like, wow. <clears throat> and I told her, and I didn't care if I was rude or not. I said, how can we? Why can't you look like that more often? I don't care. I didn't care. I didn't care. Probably pissed her off. I didn't give a damn. <laughs> you know, I because I, whether or not I worked hard, I took a shower <clears throat> after work. And I tried to look my best for her, but uh, it was—I I don't think she really, you know, wanted to look her best for me. So whatever, if she had a best. But uh, that's just the way it was. And then the last girlfriend I had, the only thing she could do was uh, cook, and was great in the old saccharini. But other than that, um, she was heavily in the drugs. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna have to cut this off. Yeah. Yeah, that's—they get kind of psycho. Yeah. Into drugs yep. and, stuff. and she. Uh, I couldn't drink, but she could have drugs. And her kids were uh, smoking marijuana. You know, her um, young adult one, 19 years old, was I had a I had a hit off a joint with her. But her and but and uh, but her other I think her uh, at the time freshman in high school 
um, son was smoking marijuana too, and I didn't think that was too good. And I met her dad not now I know you know a couple of years ago, and he was like living out in the Walmart parking lot, yeah. and uh, found out why uh, she is the way she is. So and I haven't talked to her in years. And we dated like an 07 for three three weeks a month or something like that. So it was fun while it lasted, but I just got tired of her crap. So I mean I'm not perfect, you know, but I just got tired of her crap. So I, I don't know why she wanted to be, you know, go out with me. I don't know what it was. And it didn't seem like she was after money. I don't know what she was after. Then well, again, the crazy ones are great in bed. So yeah, oh yeah. If you can handle it, that's what they want. Yeah, well, maybe that's all she wanted. I was like, yeah, yeah. So I didn't mind it. So she was, you know, half black, you know. So and her mom was white. I met her mom too. She's from Mississippi. She still had her Mississippi accent. And her dad was a black and. Uh, he come up to me and asked, you know, you you know, and her name's Cherry Lovell. You know Cherry Lovell? I'm like, yeah. I said, I'm her dad. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm Reggie Lovell. Oh, nice to meet you, you know. So I thought he was going to ask me for money. I was going to tell him, nope, but he didn't. So, And he kept waving to me. I haven't seen him in a while, though. So but tell you the truth, homeless. I don't want to wish ill on him. I hope he's doing okay. But he's homeless. He was. I don't know. if uh, He probably was. I mean, there's a couple of people that are living. I haven't seen any in a while, though, in like the last maybe month over there at Walmart. Um, but uh, I haven't seen him in a while. I haven't seen him in like maybe three or four months because I go shop at Walmart, you know. Maybe I should go back shopping on base, but I don't want to wear a mask. So yeah. but I'll wear a mask at church. I'll do that for God. My sister Emily's like, well, I don't go to church now because they wear a mask. I said, go to church for God. Wear a mask for God. Okay, you know, so. What do you think about all the homeless around here? Um, I think they should get jobs. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, you're just you just can't force somebody to get a job, you know. No. And if they want to be homeless and yucky and gross and stinky, hell, that's their problem, you know. And I don't. I I haven't given. I, the last time I was asked for money was a couple of years ago over here at the. Uh, Arco gas station on the corner of uh, Old 41 and Bush. And it was in the morning. And uh, that's when their prices were okay, if you want to call them that. Trump was president, so they were they were better than what they are now. And um, he asked me, for, can you spare 75 cents? I said, yeah, I can spare it, but I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> yeah, I said it nicely, too. Yeah, I can spare it, but I'm not going to give it to you. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate you. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, but I've been dumb. I think the last time I did give a bum money was I was walking through Fast Trip. I did a lot of walking, you know, when I was waiting for uh, school to start. And uh, I was pretty fit and trim. I'm a little bit big now, but um, this chick comes up to me and, you got a dollar for gas? Okay, sure, I got a dollar for gas. Here. And I sat there and waited. Is she going to get gas? No, no. they drove off. Exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I said, you know what? I'm never going to give. I think I did give a dollar to a bum in the Walmart parking lot one time. And that was the last time I gave money to a bum. I was, um, I ordered pizza for the family, right? Mm -hmm. And so I went down to the pizza place and I went to go pick up the pizza. And there was this chick and she was outside the door of the pizza place. And she was like, oh, I'm hungry. You know, I got the new infant. She had an infant with her, and she was like, uh, you know, we can, can you spare some money? I'm like, no, but I can go buy you some pizza. 
But I didn't tell her I was going to buy you pizza. I said, no, I don't have any money. So I went inside, I bought her pizza, and I gave her the receipt. I'm like, if you're seriously hungry, here, they're in there, they're making your pizza right now, this and that. And so she goes in there, and she tried to get a refund on the pizza. She just wanted the money. <laughs> they wow. Her, they told her no. Good. No, you can't have it. Yeah. Uh, and, and so then I, she stormed off, right? And so I went in there, to, and I went back in there, and I asked him what happened. She was like, yeah, all she wanted was the money. She didn't want the pizza. She left without the pizza. And so they were like, you paid for it here. Yeah, exactly. It. I went, oh, sure. Okay. Good, you hung her out. Yeah, that, that pizza didn't go to waste. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, it didn't go to waste. Yeah. But I was trying to do something nice, mm -hmm. but I knew these. Yeah, that's why I don't, that's why I don't give the bums, yeah. you know. I mean, you know, and I've also learned. Like, you know, me being Catholic or, you know, I, I think Christians do this, too, to where, you know, like, um, you know, whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers, that's what Jesus said. That's what you do to me. You know, but I don't believe that. All, all I mean, I mean, there's somebody that seriously because. In about 2013, it was like after um, I graduated from COS, I'm like, you know what? I haven't been to Fresno on the, the tower district. I'm going to go there and. Look over, you know, the record place they had, Collectique and um, Spinners, right? And I bought a couple records, right? Well, I went by the, to my car with the record thingy, uh, what I bought, and um, went by a bus stop. And there, a, a guy asked me, can I have some money for some food? I said, I said I'm not going to give you any money, but I'll give you some food. Okay. So I went and bought him a sandwich, bag of chips, and a bottle of water. And uh, gave it to him, and he took it. Whether he ate it or not, I don't know. Yeah. But he took it. I said, all right. He's like, thank you. I'm like, okay. So I just went to my car. So I don't know what he did with it. There's so. some people that need help. Yeah. But a lot of times these homeless people that go to these programs, like at the churches or whatever, they don't want to stay there because they can't do drugs. Right. And so they stay on the street, and that's how they get their money. But yep. they also go get food and do all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. Yep, they can't survive on drugs alone. Yeah. Man cannot survive on drugs alone. <laughs> but I know they try. Oh, I'm sure they do. They try. But I'm glad I never got like that. Oh God. Yeah. You know, and I've never been homeless. I mean, I've always, you know, when I would get bad with drinking, I'd slow down and say, Hey, you know, and uh, and chill out and take a look uh, you know, what am I doing? Let's stop this, you know. That's another reason why like I said, lots of reasons that's the main reason why I stopped drinking was to be able to uh handle myself better. So, because there'd be times, I mean, you know, I got drunk, I didn't give a rat's ass what anybody thought, and, and there, I'd be, I'd be even pissing off my own family, towards the end there, I was pissing off my own family and some of my good friends. I was like, wow, when they get mad, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, and I was. So I was like, enough. So, and I kind of asked my sister Emily, I said, why didn't you tell me this sooner? I could have made more rank. <laughs> no, I was just, I was kind of messing around though. But I, I don't know, you know, but. Were uh, they in the motor? No. The only, uh. And my, out of my immediate family, the only people that were in the military were me and my dad. My dad was drafted in World War II. Okay. Yeah, he's, he was old enough to be my grandpa. Your dad was? Yeah, he was born in 1918. My mom was born in 1929, so she's 92 right now. He'd be 103 right now if he's still around. So, he passed away. Oh, yeah, yeah, 89 years old. So, And thank God for uh, modern medicine because uh, if he, he was a saltaholic, and had he, they didn't have that kind of medicine, uh, when he was diagnosed with high blood pressure, he'd be dead now at 65. He would have been dead at 65. That's when he was diagnosed with high blood pressure. 
It's like, dude, slow down on the salt. So, excuse me. Um, I never could be a saltaholic. I try to. I mean, I like potato chips, but when I've had enough, I've had enough. Yeah. You know, they got these really salty ones, but they're good. Over at the dollar store, I don't buy those no more. So I got great okay, value ones. Salt and vinegar? No, they're just uh, regular and barbecue. I love regular and barbecue potato chips. I, don't, I can handle salt and vinegar. I mean, if it was the last thing to eat, I'd eat them. But I just don't really like them. They're kind of too tart for me. I'm like, Ooh. Yeah, they're a little Like that. Yeah, they're, they're tart, yep. But um, I like Fritos corn chips. Um, I like the white corn um, tortilla chips where you dip in salsa. Oh, God, I love that. You like hot, hot sauce? Not really hot sauce, just mild salsa maybe. So I can make it. I got a recipe. If you people give me recipes, I can I can cook. So maybe that's another reason why I'm not married because uh, I told this one of my girlfriends, yeah, I, I can do this, and I can do that, and I tell them when they get serious, I want to have a kid with you. Uh, let's get really serious. How about what I want? You know. So I just didn't want to hear that. I didn't want no joint bank accounts. I didn't want no joint ownership of a car. Anything that had to do with money, I don't want no joint owner of. You know. Um, and the reason is because if I lose my credit card, she's got hers. You know, it's not when a joint, you lose yours, she don't have hers either. Yeah. You know, and it, I don't know. I wonder if they think about that, you know. You well, been, you, you've been living on your own for a long time. Oh, yeah, since 1986. And I think getting out at 22, of, of, of the house at 22 is a reasonable age to get out. I mean, I wanted to get out of there when I was 15, but it just didn't work out. It's kind of hard for people right now to get out of the house at 18. Oh, sure it is. But sure it is. I think uh, 22, you're right. Uh, after they have some schooling or saved up some money yeah. from working, then they could try to get an apartment somewhere. But it's... Yeah. Or maybe you could even join the military. But uh, I think... I don't know about now, though. I'm hearing some... Uh, not so good things about the military where they're trying to um, make you not stay in. You know, because when I got out in 06 and I did higher tenure as first class petty officer, right? E6. Um, I thought that they're going to put on my, uh, you know, the, the retention reason, you know, the retention part of it. I thought they're going to play uh, not recommended for retention, higher tenure. They didn't. They put highly recommended for retention. I was flattered. I could not believe that was on my evals. Yeah. I was like, Wow, highly recommended for retention. Thank you. You know, I was like, wow, thank you. But uh, I was just totally touched. Oh, you know, but uh, I wanted out anyway. I mean, but, but if my dumbass would have made chief, I would have stayed in there four years. I'd probably be insane right now. I was losing it. I really was. You were losing it? Oh, yeah, the toward the end there. Oh, sure. Because, you know, because it was stupid. I mean, I mean, you know, they were, they were um, like certain people. Didn't have to work, and certain people had to. They're doing the double standard thing, you know? And you couldn't yell at anybody, you know? And a one girl in my last command didn't like it when he said cockpit. She said crew space. I said, I'm not cockpit. There. You like that? There. I don't care. I didn't change. No, I won't change either. I will. I, I'm not going to change these damn lib turds. I they, think uh, one of my friends got court-martialed because he didn't change. Oh, really? That's too bad. Well, I... Uh, he was higher in rank. He was an E... Almost an E7, but he was an E6, and he got court-martialed because uh, he was making all the new guys earn their rank. Good. Yeah. And, like, he wouldn't he wouldn't baby them. He wouldn't do anything. Yeah. There was just one person who... That's terrible. Yeah. 
I know. And what, what are we supposed to do, like, uh, in a war or something like that? I mean, you're going to ask them nicely, you know? Um, I'm out of ammunition. Can you go get me some 50 caliber ammunition? No. Sorry. Oh, stress card during a battle? Yeah, stress card during a battle. Yeah, watch. See how that goes. See how far that flies. Yeah. I know, stress cards. I couldn't believe that in boot camp. Can you believe that? Oh, man. We didn't have that. I'm glad. We were, I was called every name in the book in boot camp. <clears throat> and if we didn't do it, we got our asses kicked. You know? Well, they call it mashing. And I guess in San Diego and Orlando, it was called cycled, but we got mashed. And then, oh, they would, oh, they'd make us hurt, too. Oh, man. I remember that. I yep. spent my 21st birthday in boot camp and I paid for it. Yeah. I think, uh, well, I I was like 22 and a, about almost 22 and a half when I went to uh, boot camp. So I, I got to admit, though, boot camp was pretty fun, you know, and I kept a low profile. Yep. I tried, I studied hard. To uh, pass those tests, yeah. so I think it's stupid you got to pass tests. But I mean, if they're giving you military bearings stuff like that, you know, yeah, I guess that. But you know, but like when I was first taking the um, rating exams, they would have okay. I was working on the the, the old F-18s, the legacies, the alphas. They didn't have alpha questions. They'd have what's the pub for the landing gear on a P-3 Orion? I didn't know. I don't care. Who cares? That's not my bird, okay? So I couldn't believe they, you know, and, and you'd sit there and study that, and sometimes that would be in there, and sometimes that wouldn't be. You know, it's like, who the hell's writing these damn tests? Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, I'm an F-18 guy, okay? How about asking me F-18 questions? Maybe that's why they did that, because they were probably so overmanned at that time, because I was, went in when Reagan was president, and we had a huge military. Do you ever see how uh, Marines got promoted? Um... By how they, I guess, take, they, I guess they took a test, but it's just uh, how they can shoot and do this and that. Marines get promoted or they gain points towards their promotion by knowing how to be an infantryman. Oh. Even if you're in the air wing. Yeah, you're rifleman first. <laughs> yeah, but you have to know how to be an infantryman. And you got to do all that stuff to be an infantryman to get promoted. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. It had nothing to do with your MOS, your job, your rate, whatever. But well, yeah, I wonder what it was like with for the CBs because they got to fight too. I wonder if they're an infantryman first. Not you know, I don't know. My I didn't ask my uncle, great uncle. He was a infantryman in World War II, fought in the Pacific. Yep, he was in I think Solomon's PI. I forget where else he said. So I don't think he, I don't know if he brought any souvenirs home. Yeah. My dad didn't. He was so sick of it. He didn't bring nothing home. Nothing? No, nothing. Oh, just a little Nazi patch. That was it. You know, the Nazi eagle that they yeah. wore on their breasts? Yeah. That's no it. No bayonets? I know no, the, nothing. Uh, no, nothing. The Nazis were big in bayonets, right? Uh, actually, everything. Mostly uniforms because they had different colors. We, all we had was olive drab before the Air Force came by. Everybody had olive drab. You know, Marines, everybody. Except, well, Navy didn't. I'm sorry. I'm talking like Army. <laughs> Air Corps and then Army Air Corps or uh, Marine Corps, Army Air Corps, Army. They all had the olive drab. So, except the dress blues, the Marines. I think the Marine Corps has the best looking dress blues. They do. They are sharp. Better than a shop. Yep. Well, uh, do you have any final message for people? Go get a job. No. <laughs> nah. Well, just respect each other. You know. I uh, just so much hate nowadays in this world. Causing, I know you mentioned uh, cancel culture yeah, a couple times. Yeah, just yeah. I I say ignore cancel culture. That's not good. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and our and a president we got, I don't call him a president, I call him a dictator because that's exactly what he is. The worst but one we've had. Can, cancel yes, and um, yes. I, I, I say do uh, civil disobedience because he's a moron. You know, a president like Trump was great, I thought. Reagan was great. Carter was an idiot. Clinton was eh, kind of an idiot. Um, Obama, I thought, was an idiot with speed brake ears. He could probably stop an airplane with those ears. <laughs> and um, Biden's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speed brake. You know, something like that. Yeah, I'll tell you an Obama joke. One time, you, did you know he was a private pilot? Yes, he is. And um, so one time he's flying around, you know, and uh, around Washington and stuff like that, right? And he takes off, you know. You know, well, I'm sorry, he does his, you know, pre-flight and pre-flight checks and all that PC. And then he uh, taxis out to the runway and, you know, takes off. Everything's fine. He's flying around Washington, having a grand old time, right? Then it comes time to land. And then he uh, realizes when he's on the ground that he lost his hydraulics, right? Because he tried to put on his brakes, nothing. Tried to put up his uh, speed brakes, nothing. So then he rolls down the window and puts his head out the window, right? And then the plane comes to an abrupt halt because of speed brake ears. Hardy fucking har har. <laughs> Thank you. I made that up all by my little self. So. So be nice to each other. Yeah, that's that's what I want to say. Just be nice to each other. Yeah, I, I I don't. Yeah, like Bill and Ted said, be excellent to each other. And I try to be excellent to each other. To, to each other. I try to be excellent to people. You know, but there's some people you just can't be excellent to. You know. And I know there's a couple at work. You know who I'm talking about. I won't mention names. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> uh, I appreciate this. No problem. This, I appreciate you uh, wanting was, to interview me. This was interesting. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. Well, uh, well, thank you, sir. <laughs> says Gomer Pyle. Says Gomer Pyle. All right. Uh, I guess I'll talk to you later. Okay. Well, that's it for now. I want to be clear on something. No one person grows up the same. Everyone has their own opinion and how they come up with it. That's why I started this, so that I can understand you and your guide to your path. If we all have different strengths, then maybe, just maybe, we can learn from each other.